Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 through 31. It's not the value of your faith that matters, but the object of your faith. Well, let's read together verses 26 through 31 of the first chapter of the first letter to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Well, not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. He chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Well, we're moving on to question and answer number 61 from the Heidelberg Catechism today. We're wondering why it is that we say that by faith alone, we are right with God. Well, here's why. It's not because of any value my faith has that God is pleased with me. It's only Christ's satisfaction, righteousness, and holiness that make me right with God. And I can receive this righteousness and make it mine in no other way than by faith alone. Today's summary and dig deeper post are written by Pastor Joe Steenholt from Laverne Christian Reformed Church in Laverne, Minnesota. If you find yourself in the market for a new job, you'll likely create or update your resume. You want to put your best foot forward and include all of your top skills projects that you've been part of and any degrees or certifications verifying your competence for the open position. During the interview, you'll want to play up your strengths and minimize your weaknesses and mention any connections that might help you stand out. On the opening chapter of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, he reminds them that their standing before God has nothing to do with their resume, background, or connections. In fact, he tells them that They are not a group that will win any debates with their wisdom, nor impress their fellow citizens with their their lack of nobility or influence. After this teardown, they may have been ready to shout, who does Paul think he is anyway? Except Paul shows them their poor resume is actually part of the good news. They were just the kind of group that God would choose to display his glory in. By using the weak, the foolish, and the lowly, well, that's God's specialty. The beginning of 1 Corinthians shows us how much the cross of Christ turns the world upside down. God does what he pleases and shows his power by adopting a people, not based on their own merits or their standing in this world, but solely on his love and his good pleasure. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to those of us who are being saved, well, then it's the power of God. Let's dig a little bit deeper. 
knowing Christ also means we know ourselves and who we truly are. John Calvin begins his Institutes of the Christian Religion by writing this, Nearly all the wisdom we possess, that is to say true and sound wisdom, well, it all consists of two parts. First, the knowledge of God, and then the knowledge of ourselves. Correctly understanding ourselves will lead us to understand God and ourselves properly. If we examine ourselves, we begin to see our shortcomings, failures, and dissatisfaction and know what it is that we need God for. His power to save us is not based on the strength of our biography and and what we think we can impress others with. You see, the weaker our resume, the more it reveals God's power. And using weakness, God displays all the more His strength. The only resume that matters is that of Jesus Christ. And if we claim His satisfaction, holiness, and righteousness as our own by faith alone. So Christians should be humble and grateful, resting in the power of God. You see, it's not the value of your faith that makes the difference, but rather it's the one whom you put your faith in, the perfect Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As you pray today, use the triple A prayer method. That's where you begin your prayer by just acknowledging who God is. And today, using our passage that we've just read, we can open our prayer to the God whose power to save is found in Christ crucified. Then we go on to align our lives as we pray. Align them with God's will. Uh, And today we can do that by boasting in what the Lord has done for you. Uh, uh, Pray that we'll be able to do that in our lives as we go through our day. And then you can ask God for what you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away. But the word of the Lord is unfading truth.